It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Radio with Rita and Robert. It's January 4th, 2015, and it's going to take me a while to get used to saying 2015. And I'm joined here by my co-host, Robert Deal. How are you doing, Sifu Bob? I'm doing really well. You know, I thought about it this week, Rusty. I've got two questions for you. What's that? Do you know what they call two consecutive days of rain in Seattle? What do they call two consecutive days of rain in Seattle? No, we just call it a regular day, but what, what well, do you call it? Well, it, 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 it's actually called a weekend. <laughs> and do, do you know what daylight savings time means in Seattle? No, I don't. One more hour of rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this weekend, oh it's actually God. funny. Uh, I guess I'd stepped in some gunk, and you, you've been to my house. You know, it's hardwood floors, and I guess I left a trail from mm-hmm. the door, from the front door to the bathroom. And my wife okay. is like looking at me, going, "I just cleaned up a trail from the front door to the bathroom." And without missing a beat, I said, "Sure, you know, I, I just wanted to find my way back." And she <laughs> said, she, "And she said, it's time to use breadcrumbs." <laughs> And I, 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 you know, as a proud father of a very bright young lady, I've got to say, my daughter scored 1,800 on her PSATs. What? I am, what? I'm a, yeah. And that's, that's not even, that score doesn't even really count. That's just to prepare for the SATs. So now she knows where to study. Whoa, right on. That's cool. That awesome. was very cool. Well, you know, I'd like to bring on um, Michelle's mic. We are joined, listeners, by a special guest co-host. So joining us right now is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu. Michelle, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Really good. Thanks good, for joining good. us as a guest co-host again. We always love you have uh, having you on as a guest co-host. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. I love it, too. And, and you know, the listeners don't know that before the show, <laughs> my my mic is muted and uh, Bob is throwing insults and I, he couldn't hear any of my responses. 
you, you know, I thought about clicking on your mic, and I went, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, it was for Bob's safety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's for listener listener safety. But then again, we weren't yeah. on the air. But that's right true, on. But my phone needs therapy after hearing all of what it just heard. <laughs> right, right. Oh my goodness. You know, sometimes listeners, the green room is is the place where we just kind of like let loose and stuff like that. And sometimes the you think the show is crazy. You gotta sometimes you gotta listen to what goes on in the green room. <laughs> oh so my you know goodness. It. Yeah. Well, listeners, our phone number here, listeners, is 347-677-0699. We also have a chat board um, on the Blog Talk Radio show marquee. So if you find this show on Facebook, um, just click it and, um, well, click underneath it, because if you actually click the picture itself, it'll play in Facebook. Click underneath it to actually link to Blog Talk Radio, and you'll find our marquee. Scroll underneath, and you've got our chat board. So if you don't want to have fun and call us, you can actually talk to us on our chat board. And if you have any questions for either one of us, Bob or Kumu Michelle, or our upcoming guest here at about 630, Justin Harvey, you can just write your uh, your questions there. But, you know, it's better to call. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So why don't we get started? So, Bob, what do we have for birthdays? Well, today we have one of my uh, Kangshuano brothers, uh, Sensei Lawrence Stagger. We call him Bull because he's like a bull in a china shop when he's coming at you. It's, it's wow. Really, yeah. Uh, Jules Mahalo, a good friend of ours, a good friend of the show's. Mm-hmm. Her birthday's on the 5th. Uh, sensei, uh, actor, stuntman, Richard Norton, his birthday is on the 6th. Uh, Sean Cephas, which I don't know if you met him, Rusty, or not. He was at the Honor Awards uh, in 2014. Uh, I don't his think I had a chance on the to. Uh, he was not. actually sitting at my table. Uh, oh, okay. Amy, Amy Dolan, daughter of wow. legendary monkey drummer. Her birthday is on the 8th, and Grandmaster Kandekar, William Detoir, is on the 9th. Uh, do you have any birthdays yourself this week, Rusty? You know, to tell you the truth, no. <laughs> uh-huh. Normally, I've got my own list. What about you, Michelle? Do you have anyone uh, with any birthdays going on this week? Oh, this week, let's see. Uh, hold on one second. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not prepared. I apologize. That's um, okay. <laughs> you know what? No, but, not really. Okay. Now, for for our listeners, Bob, can you uh, reiterate as to who Mickey Dolenz is? Because, you know, we might have some younger listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I wish you hadn't done that. Because <laughs> then it's like my age is showing because I used to watch the Monkey's television show Thank all you. the time. When they we were run. new episodes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How pathetic is that when we admit to that? But he was a drummer and it. was. Oh, I did too. My wife and I actually went to a monkey's concert about, oh, oh my God, this was pre-children. So this had to be wow. 20, 20 years. We went to a monkey's concert with, mm-hmm. and because it was in L.A., you know, uh, Mike Nesmith was no longer part of the monkey's. But mm-hmm. he would come on stage when they appeared in L.A. Oh, so it very was sort cool. Of, and we had front row seats. It was 
unbelievable. They're great performers. Wow. Uh, so oh, there was Mickey way, Dolan. Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, I yeah, was there was say, Mickey. There was Davy Jones. There was yeah, Mike Nesbitt and Peter Tork. That's right. I, I forgot the blonde guy, and that's Peter. Okay. That's right. We and did, did you hear, and I actually verified it because we've had so many bogus announcements like Macaulay Culkin committing suicide and that sort of thing. Yeah. We lost, and people don't remember this because we're talking about old-time TV, Donna Douglas passed away on Friday. Ellie made Yeah, I heard. I, I that was That's sad. That's very sad. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was a cool that was a cool show too. That I used to watch original episodes in. Well, anyway, <laughs> we'll stop dating ourselves. So for everyone having a birthday the week of January fourth through the tenth, happy birthday! And this tune's for you. <laughs> I do, I do too. I do too. All of, a, all of a sudden, I want like fajitas. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, for the first year, Rusty, my my wife and I didn't have a Christmas dinner because you know we downsized from a house to an apartment, mm-hmm. and so Christmas, we actually went to El Trio, which, if you're not familiar with it, it's a chain of uh, Mexican restaurants in uh, at least SoCal. I don't know if they. It, if they go anywhere else. And you know what's funny? I, my wife and I both ordered fajitas. She ordered chicken, I ordered steak, and they also have a vegetarian fajita, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was an oxymoron because we heard this waiter mm-hmm. behind us saying mm-hmm. that, the, that the vegetarian fajita vegetables are still mm-hmm. cooked in chicken. <laughs> Made no sense, right? It's like, what is up with that? I'm sorry. You know, I I look at the word fajitas and I think there's got to be meat, and there's going to be, be a meat, lot, right? and there's going to be a lot of it. Yes. <laughs> and onions. There's got to be lots of onions. Yes. Lots, okay. lots of onions. Absolutely. So Michelle and I were hanging out last weekend at a uh, at a uh, martial arts school grand opening. We yeah. Went to the temple tell, in, tell in uh, Signal Hill. That was right very on. cool. It was it was perfect. It was uh, run by uh, Sifu Cl- uh, uh, yeah, Clark Tang. Mm-hmm. And you've uh, okay. been to a bunch of lion dances, and they're usually about 45 minutes to an hour long. They can right? be, yeah. This was 15 minutes. Then they had demos that lasted about five or ten minutes. It was The timing was perfect. They had music. Uh, what, what, what instrument was that he was playing last week, Michelle? 
you know, it's like the Chinese harp. It was just absolutely gorgeous, and it's horizontal. So I don't know the exact name. I'll probably pronounce it incorrectly, but I, apparently that musician was the guy that does all of the music for some of the theatrical fighting portions of the Jet Li films. Um, oh. Jet Li always hires that musician to do his uh, music, but absolutely gorgeous. So, he made uh, he played Amazing Grace uh, as his second or third song, and the wow. other two were just, I believe, were just traditional Chinese, just gorgeous. I mean, you're transported, you know, uh-huh. to this faraway China land, you know, with beautiful trees and running water just instantly when he starts play. It was just wow. unbelievable. Well, so, was it a harp or was night, it played by oh. a bow? Because if it's played by a bow, it's an arhu. No, it was a harp. Uh-huh. It was a harp? Oh, okay. I forgot the name. Yeah, it was this beautiful, of course, because I love wood. So it's like, you know, underneath was this beautiful piece of... (laughs) Shut up, Bob! Bob! History Museum. It was mm-hmm. really interesting. One, one interesting facts I found out about this gentleman was that he went to elementary school with Bruce Lee. What? Wow. Which I thought was really cool, but I was doing the math. You know, he didn't say they were in the same grade because I think Wong Long is about three years younger than Bruce would be. And mm-hmm. uh, he was introduced to Wing Chun by uh, Wong Shung Long, which that's who I thought it was. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, which Wong wow. Chung Long in the 80s and 90s was an absolute legend in Wing Chun. Absolute. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing because this guy spoke only Cantonese, no English at all. Mm-hmm. And I actually touched hands with him just to pose for a photo. I had to make sure somebody told him we weren't sparring. <laughs> 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 Explain that to this man. And it was the energy this guy had was just amazing. So sometimes when when I'm hanging out with old friends or, or students or friends, I like to mess with them just to get reaction. So this mm-hmm. girl shows up last night with her boyfriend, uh, a, a couple of Don Baird students. Now, Don Baird is almost like a matchmaker. I've seen uh, boyfriend, girlfriends, marriages come out of that school. So this girl is this little Asian girl, very nice person. And I, I mess with her just to get a reaction because, I, you know me, I'm not very PC. I never have my filter on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, I know you guys are going, yeah, no kidding. 
So right. this, this, I was talking to her boyfriend, <laughs> and she was standing there, and her and we were talking about the dating and the marriages that go on Don Barrett's school, and, and she he said, see, there was a happy ending. And I went, wow, excuse me. Usually <laughs> when I say happy ending, that is Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, you guys knew where that was going before I ever went into the stick. Exactly. Oh, you know, this just keeps getting worse. Would stay a happy ending <laughs> for heaven's sake. Oh, my God. Now, there is something else going on next week. Michelle and I are going to be hanging out again at the Martial Arts Museum. They're having a media day. They're un- unveiling the the coat worn by David Carradine in the original Kung Fu series. It's, they're going to have John Barrymore there, which is Drew Barrymore's mm. brother, because he is godfather, I guess, to Robert Carradine's children. And hopefully some of the family members are going to be there. Uh, but they already have on display, the, they just got in Gopher Chucks from Gung Pao, uh, <laughs> Andrew yeah. the Fifth. And they have that flattened squirrel where, I guess, somebody palm strike the squirrel in, in the movie. So yeah, they have a stuffed yeah. animal. And they also have a Master Kenji on display now. Really? Yes, that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, also, you know what? Rob Moses is going to be there, too, and he's the one that worked with David Carradine on um, pretty much all of his projects, including the Kill Bill series. And um, he's godfather to David Carradine's daughter's children. So he'll be there. Both godfathers will be there. (laughs) Right on. Well, very cool. cool. It's going to be great. You know, Doug Wong is going to be there. Uh, uh, James Liu is going to be there. Some of the original cast members, uh, maybe Jocelyn, uh, what is her name? She's uh, like uh, Eric Lee's significant other. She was on the the original series as well. Maybe she'll be there. It's going to be, they're they're expecting about 100 people next week. Plus media, Channel 5 is going to be there. It's going to be a big thing next week. Plus Sifu Bob. Everyone wants to take a picture with Sifu Bob. Right, Absolutely. you know, I'm, I'm gonna, if I had yeah. money to burn, I, I'd just go down. I would just fly down just to just for those types of uh, uh, events. If I had money to burn, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'll be back in a day and yeah. a half. You know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know, I keep, I keep trying to tell my wife that she needs to buy me a belated Christmas present, buy me a membership to the museum, and get off early next Saturday and go with me. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> She just gave me the bird. <laughs> well, are you gonna are you gonna wear your fancy suit again, Bob? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know I thought about it because it is an auspicious occasion. Where Steve Steve Oderkirk from G- the Star of Gung Pao is gonna be there mm-hmm. by his artifacts. Uh, right and I'm, you know I've been trying to get him on the show for about a year now, but he's had other commitments. So yeah. maybe I can uh, get him into a corner. Because he's not a real martial artist, so maybe I can get him into a corner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I'll have Michelle on but my back. But he plays one on TV. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Now, I want the listeners to know, too, that, you know, the, the Martial Arts History Museum, uh, 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 now, is it a year membership? A year membership is yeah. 50 bucks, right? Right. Yep. Right. So 50 bucks for a year. Now, normally it costs, how much does it cost to get in separately? 10 bucks. Uh, so 10 bucks. Yeah, for the cost of only five visits, you can go anytime, <laughs> any 
time. You know, so if you guys are over there in the L.A. Burbank area, you know, buy a membership and tell them Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio sent you. It's only 50 bucks. It's pretty cool. No, I know, and it's a nonprofit, so it's even better. It is. You can donate a little bit more to keep the legacy alive. Exactly, because, you know, the, the curator and owner of, the Martial Arts History Museum, Michael Matsuda, this is what he does. I mean, he does this out of the love of the arts, mm-hmm. you know, and and like Michelle said, it's it's uh, nonprofit, <clears throat> you know, he does this for the love of it. And so let's keep it alive. Let's, you know, put in that the 50 bucks or even just make a donation. Just make a donation. You don't have to go. <laughs> just make a donation. Yeah, <laughs> Now, in two weeks, they're having another event there. They're having the unveiling of the Honor Society Wall for 2014. Oh, which cool. Which you were part of, Robert Parham, Lisa, Lisa King, Don Barrett, Chris Kadamian, uh, TJ Storm, I think, was there. Uh, uh, Ron uh, Chappelle was there. And both uh, of Cliff, you. Yes, mm-hmm. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob and Rosita. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. You know, I thought that it was all. I thought the wall, the 2014 wall, was already up, but I, I guess I was wrong. So that's a that's a that's a great thing. God, I wish I could go for that, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be texting you pictures. Yeah, text me pictures. Take high res photos so I could put it up mm-hmm. on my on my own Facebook wall. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, I don't have any current events, but gosh, that that sounds like those sound like really great events coming up, Bob. What about you, Michelle? Do you have any current events going on? I don't. Not till February. I was just in San Francisco working on a secret project, so that was fun. Got to meet a lot of old school martial artists. One was an enemy Wait. of Bruce Lee, so oh, that wow. was pretty interesting. I know a very interesting man. His favorite word was phonies in a Chinese accent with his finger in my face and a squinted eye. So pretty interesting, guys. Phony! So anyway, no, that was pretty neat to spend some time up there, you know, where it was such a hot, disputed area back in the day with kung fu and karate and people trying to do what they do so naturally these days and merging Mm -hmm. what works and creating their own arts, you know, which was, of course, forbidden back in the day. So just that was a fun project. I'm kind of still tired. I got home really late last night, but um, I'll be teaching Lua in February in Atlanta, so I'm looking forward to that. They have me teaching like six or seven seminars in one weekend. I'm going to just be dead, but it's so worth it. Very cool. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, one of these days, I'd like to have you come up to Seattle, and yeah. I would love uh, that. That would be cool. And, and, you know, Bob, we need to drag you up here, too. So I know. I, I keep threatening, you know, maybe, maybe in the spring. Yeah, when it's not raining. <laughs> right. Or, or, Summer, or snowing. Summers are beautiful or, over here. They yeah, really summers are. are beautiful. Yeah, summers are beautiful here. So definitely we'll, we'll go ride the duck and go do the space needle. We'll do all the we'll do all the uh the touristy stuff that I never do. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Well, it's it's like when you come down here, that's all we do. We I run you ragged. We go to Ronald yep. Reagan, we go to all we missed I found out after you left that we missed one museum in Hollywood called the Hollywood Museum. It's on that corner. Oh. We missed one. 
Uh, oh. We still have a little great tar pits, and we still have a bunch of stuff to do. Yeah, the tar pits definitely I want to see, just because, just so I could say I did. <laughs> mm. Right on. Well, all right. Well, gosh, it's like six twenty. Let's get moving. <laughs> I know. Yeah, let's get moving on with the health news. All right. So it's a new year, 2015, and you know how people are. Every year, people make resolutions <laughs> to do all sorts of stuff like lose weight, exercise more, manage their time better, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, have you ever noticed that many times a re- resolution center around external aspects, like losing weight, working out more, walking the dog more, you know? And many times we forget that good mental health should be on our list of New Year's resolutions. Now, experts say that the best health tips for the New Year revolve around a lasting lifestyle change that will permeate both body and mind and improve physical and mental state. Now, Laura Snyder, the outpatient coordinator at Behavioral Health Services um, at Holy Spirit Hospital in Pennsylvania, says, quote, unquote, I don't think you can separate physical health from mental health. The new year is a good time to be a little more holistic and encompassing. Self-awareness. Now, that's checking on how you are handling stress and becoming aware of stress triggers. And that's just as important as weighing in on the scale. Adopting a diet, so to speak, of strategies to handle stress, stress, meaning anything from meditation to yoga to talking with a mental health professional, those things are as important as eating healthy. So, Laura, Lana Snyder's top health tips. Number one, make time for yourself. She says, we live a very fast-paced life with lots of obligations. It's important for your physical and mental health to make time to relax, laugh, have fun, and de-stress. You should incorporate me time regularly into your daily schedule. So if that means taking the time for a bubble bath, taking some quiet time reading, or working on a craft project, do it. Whether you're an individual, a parent, or a couple, it's it's important to prioritize time not only with your obligations, but for your me time. All right, number two, get or stay connected. Now, that doesn't mean on the Internet, folks. (laughs) It It means strengthening ties with your friends, family, church, school, community, whatever else. People who are connected socially are generally happier and healthier. Now, Lana says, People also receive a sense of meaning and purpose by giving of themselves. So volunteer at your child's school or a local animal shelter, help with a church fundraiser or project or host a party. Give so that way you can receive the good feelings that go with it. All right. (laughs) Last but not least, number three, attitude, attitude, and attitude. You want to look for the positive in everything you do and in others, too. See possibilities and recognize joy in your life. This sounds easier to say than to do sometimes. Lana says, a happier life is the end result of optimism and believing that you can bring about change in the way you feel by the way you think. Reinforce your positive attitude by ridding yourself of the negativity around you and sharing your optimism with others. 
and Very that's well it. Yeah, so, you know, me time. That's something that I personally don't do a lot of. In fact, I was looking here at some of my whip projects. I've got, like, um, two uh, whips that have been sitting here in their uh, in their uh, uh, benches for, like, close to a year. And uh, that's my me time. I, I, I have to finish those, so I think I just might. <laughs> Well, that's good. I think I got yeah. a good education this weekend, you know, working with some really no-nonsense people. I think we make exceptions and justify people's fears that they project onto us when they say, oh, you can't do that. I would never do that. And then you start to not believe it, but it just kind of sucks air out of your sail. And so it does. I think first is to make time for yourself. Get and stay connected, but with like-minded individuals that don't see the obstacles, but actually are quite realistic and are positive. And exactly. that kind of changes your whole attitude. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Bob, Most what definitely. does Bob have to say on this topic of mental health? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated. Give me more. Wow. <laughs> On mental health, health, on mental health, I've got a family and I've got a wife and two kids, and my mental health is shot to hell. <laughs> you need to take oh some my. me time. Yeah, Bob needs me time. That's right. That's right. Bob I need me time. And, I do. I need me time. Michelle needs wood. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Well, oh, yes, of course, I carve wood. Of course, I need more weapon-making time, like receipts. There so, you go. There you go. Maybe right. I turn that sucker around. <laughs> right. So oh, you're right. a with wood. That, that's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Please move Let's along. Go. <laughs> Let's go to... What do we have for weird news there, Michelle? Oh, weird news time. Well, out of Granite Bay, California, which is in Northern California, authorities are telling uh, uh, the Placer County couples to prune back on their deluxe treehouse. Apparently, Mike and Pat Splinter, uh, no pun intended, (laughs) their (laughs) their 500-square-foot treehouse features a full kitchen, a bathroom, and all plumbing. The Animal Planet Cable Network, I know, the Animal Planet Cable Network highlighted the structure last month in the show Treehouse Masters. Uh, In this episode, they featured the Splinter family making hard candy for Christmas in the Treehouse kitchen. But the Placer County uh, Deputy Planning Director, Ivaldi, tells the Sacramento Bee that the family already has a guest cottage on their property. And because of that, the authorities say the treehouse's full kitchen and mattress must go. Oh, God. But they can use it for... Yes, I know. Oh, no, but they can use it for entertaining. that (laughs) sucks. Yeah, surprise. Get a treehouse built, (laughs) and then you can't keep it. Anyway, they do say that they can use it for entertaining and that the county approved the residential accessory structure uh, for the purpose of being able to do the TV show. Uh, but then after that, they had the understanding that the kitchen would have to come out. So uh, oh. the noted, <laughs> so silly, we're even reporting on this, but um, the noted National 
treehouse designer, Pete Nelson, uh, built a Placer County masterpiece for more than $60,000. So he built this for $60,000, and now they actually have to dismantle it. So the oh treehouse <laughs> have not yet commented on the county's orders for it to be dismantled. So that is the weird news, of course, coming out of California. <laughs> My oh, gosh! Uh, I mean, so they can't—they can't just like get a permit for it. I mean, I, I guess I don't—I don't know what the laws are over there, but you're only allowed one extra, um, like something living on your property. I guess living. Yeah, I guess that's what it is in that specific county. So surprise! But they can, but the, but they can keep it up. They just have to take the kitchen out, right? That's correct. Yes. Oh, right. Well. Geez, that sucks though. I mean, I would I would pay money to stay in that. <laughs> I think I would too. Especially like if there's a ladder that comes up and no one can get up to me, definitely. I'd put some cameras up and I'd be so peaceful. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I would that that just sucks. But I guess there's nothing stopping, you know, putting a like a propane stove up there if you really wanted to cook up there. Oh but... yeah, that that's a good thing, Rose. You put propane by a bunch of wood. <laughs> We're back on wood again. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, they've got like those those uh those propane stoves that people have in dorms. You know yeah, what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, those those stoves that, you know, I saw them a lot when I was in Japan, like every dormitory and and apartment because a lot of times when you get like a studio apartment, it 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 only comes with a sink. You don't have a stove. You don't sometimes you don't even have a refrigerator. You get maybe a box about the size of my laptop to put stuff in if you have a refrigerator. And you have to, you know, put in these cool propane stoves and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Well, anyway. Well, it's true. And they use hot plates, too, I think. They use hot plates a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, good luck to them. It sucks that they have to take the kitchen out. All right. Let's move on to entertainment well, we're running a little over, so I'm going to make. I'm not going to go into the explanations. I'm just going to go into the shows that are going to be canceled. And there are a number of them this year. Shows that are very popular. Uh, a couple of them I do watch. Most of them I don't. Uh, it starts off with this, uh, with several new series uh, set to make their debut this year. Other long-running favorites are coming to an end. Here are ten popular shows that are wrapping up in 2015. The Mental List. Very popular. Wow. That's gone. That's, this is the last season. Uh, That's number the two only is, show I watch. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, per, perception. I've never even heard of that show. I've uh, never heard of that. Long-running show. I used to watch it with Charlie Sheen when he was on it, Two and a Half Men. It's on its last season this year. And wow. How many honest, seasons have what, they had, though? Hasn't that been uh, around for quite a while? They're on like 11. So, yeah, okay. Charlie's been gone for like three. I'm surprised it lasted this long because when Ashton came on, it blew. It just sucked. Hmm. Uh, and that could be part of the reason. Not that Ashton's a bad actor. The writing just wasn't there. Because Charlie Sheen, they said this on, on TMZ, that Charlie Sheen was basically playing himself. A womanizer, alcoholic. Oh, well, that's why the role came so easy to to him, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Number four, would you believe that this is the last season for the TV show Glee? Oh, wow. 
very popular show. Uh, yeah. Another show, I've only watched a couple episodes that has Chevy Chase on it, uh, a few other people that I love. Parks and Recreation will be uh, being canceled this year. Wow. Uh, Parenthood was also on the on the uh, chopping block. Uh, one ga- one show I used to watch was actually a BET show. Is the game uh, about a, a, a foot, uh, lower league football team? That's hmm, going to yeah. be canceled this year. <clears throat> uh, Justified is going to be canceled this year. Uh, Mad Men is going to be canceled as well. No way, really? Yeah. Wow. It's the last season. And one I actually like that's on TV Land because it has it has Betty White at 92 years old, Valerie Bertinelli, and I did a lot of work on her house when she was married to Eddie Van Halen. Uh, a couple others that are very popular, uh, Hot in Cleveland is going to be off the air as of this year. Hmm. So there are the 10 shows that are going, and I'm sure there's a longer list, but those are the 10 shows that are going to be canceled this year. Wow. Wow. Making room for new stuff. That's wild. Well, I've got a little bit of entertainment news, too. This just in, actually. Did you guys know that Jackie Chan has a new movie coming out? No. It's called Dragon Blade, and its initial release is going to be February 19th, I believe. And it's got an all-star cast. I mean, Jackie is going to be playing um, a character called uh, Huo An, and John Cusack is in it, too, and he's going to be playing... John! That's right. John Cusack is going to be playing a character named Lucius. So I'm gathering that there are Roman, uh, uh, Roman officials in this movie, too. Uh, there's an um, actor called uh, Choi Siwon. I don't know what his um, uh, character is going to be. Adrian Brody is also starring oh, wow. in the show. Adrian Brody is playing Tiberius. Other people in the cast are uh, actress Lin Peng. And mm-hmm. Benny Urquidez is actually listed in the cast. I don't know what he plays in this or if he was more of a fight director. I don't know, but Benny is in this. He's listed as a ca- in awesome. the cast. Yay, Benny. Uh, I know. Way to go, Benny. Alfred Shing, um, actor Alfred Shing is playing a Han soldier. Harry Oram is playing General Statius. I guess that I mm. guess these are Roman tribunaries. Um, Felipe Jolie is playing Polius. Um, Paul Philip Clark playing General Doramus. And Vander McLeod is uh, playing only what's known as Scarface Centurion. So the movie, again, is called mm. Dragon Blade. Dragon Blade with uh, John Cusack, Jackie Chan, and Adrian Brody starring. Pretty cool. Um, Very uh, releasing cool. Febu- February 19th. That's the original release date. That's the, well, tentative release date. So pretty cool. Awesome. Well, that's it, I guess, for entertainment. Phew. I just got that <laughs> in, my little, in my little news inbox. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. I'm surprised, awesome. though, that it's going to be re- released in, like, what, six weeks, and they barely even mark yeah, it. I'll, That's really odd. I'll I'll, follow, I'll find the trailer, and I'll post it up on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. Um, but there, I know there's a link to the trailer. I just got to find it. Um, very cool. But anyway, it is a little bit past uh, 630. It's about almost 640. Let's do this real quick. Let's take a really quick three-and-a-half-minute break. And when we come back, 
we are going to have successful podcast radio personality Justin Harvey joining us. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back after this. A boy born in Joplin, Missouri was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent, one in 260,000. The odds of him having 15 career NASCAR victories, one in 1.7 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 68. I'm Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood have really bullied me. There's these teenagers around my neighborhood who sometimes just ride around us on their bikes calling calling us swear words and, like, throwing stuff at us. He grabs my jacket just to get in line first, and he was running after me. And then he grabbed me by the hood and I started choking. I wasn't doing anything. He called me gay because he didn't like me. Bullying is wrong because it like hurts people's feelings and it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can make someone feel uncomfortable and scare them and make them not want to go back to school. It lowers their self-esteem. And it doesn't just always hurt on the outside. It also hurts on the inside. But do you know what I say when he's bothering me? I say, don't do that. If you don't stop, then I'll go tell the teacher. Stop. Could you please not do that anymore? Stop. Stop bullying. This is not cool. Hi, folks. This is Ristita De Jesus of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And I just want to send a shout-out to a good friend of the Dynamic Dojo show, Mr. Justin Harvey. Now, Justin's got two big passions in the world, and those are radio and martial arts. A student of Frank Duke's, Justin is a true student of the arts. Now, Justin has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't stop him at all. In fact... If somebody says that something can't be done, Justin will just get out there and do it, no matter what. He's the host of The Justin Harvey Show and has had guests such as Cynthia Rothrock, Frank Dukes, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Eric Lee, and many more. The Justin Harvey Show is syndicated on iTunes, so what are you waiting for? Go check it out. Hi, this is Frank Dukes. This is T.J. Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamic dojo radio host at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. And we are back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rastita and Robert and 
special guest co-host, Michelle Manu. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. So give us a call if you'd like to talk to our guest, Justin Harvey, or to me, or Bob, or Michelle. We also have a chat board on our Blog Talk Radio show marquee, so feel free to type your questions in there if you don't want to call us. But you know what? If you don't want to spend on the long distance, there's a little blue button on the Blog Talk Radio show marquee. That's for Skype. So if you have Skype, click on that. It'll take you Skype, and you can call us toll-free. No long-distance charges. How cool is that? So give us a call. So... Without further ado, I'm going to turn the mic over to Michelle, who will introduce our special guest. Yes, I'd love to introduce to, uh, Justin Harvey to you, who's calling in to be with us today from West Virginia. Uh, Justin's passions are martial arts and radio. His show, The Justin Harvey Show, also known as The J. Ray Radio, features some of the greatest martial arts actors and just martial artists of all times. Um, whether it's Don the Dragon Wilson, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Stan Bush, Cynthia Rothrock, and countless others, his show delivers top-notch interviews and is an important podcast in the world of martial arts. Amazingly, he was just voted number one podcast for 2014 and is now working to broadcast with iHeartRadio. His show has received national recognition, and he'll be inducted into the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame this coming April. Um, So I also wanted to mention that I am looking very forward to interviewing him personally on the Masters Hall of Fame World News in the spring, live from the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. So it's my pleasure to introduce you now to my new friend, all of our friends, uh, Justin Harvey. Welcome, Justin. Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. We're going to get a bunch of applause here. Woo! Okay. <laughs> that, was our, that was our peanut gallery there, Justin. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And you are busy. I was talking to Justin like at midnight last night, and it's 3 a.m. something, his time. And before mm-hmm. I shut the computer off, I'm like, wow, Justin, you're up late. <laughs> um. I'm up all hours of the night. I mean, I'm not dedicated to um to my uh, Facebook following and my radio show following. That's how serious I am about um, my radio show. You know, there there is no sleep for the wise, as I like to say. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like I, <laughs> there have been times with me and Bob when we're actually in the same room together. Like when I go and visit over there, we'll be up until like all hours of the night just talking show stuff. And mm-hmm. then we realize it's like, oh my God, Bob, I need to go to bed. It's like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But right on. Well, you know, uh, one thing that we like to do to to kick off any interview is to get to know our our guests a little bit about their uh, martial art background. So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about? how you got into martial arts and what arts you've chosen and, you know, and why martial arts? Okay, well, my martial arts passion, I'll start there first. My martial arts passion started when I was actually three years old. Because when I was three years old, I was watching movies like Bloodsport 
and kickboxer at three years old. That's how long I wanted to meet, actually meet um, Grandmaster Frank Dukes, and that actually uh, came about, uh, I'd say, uh, back in 2009 that it happened. And he had took me as a student in Dukes Rue, and um, I'm also um, considering expanding um, to uh, White Tiger Martial Arts, which, if you're not familiar with that, um, you have grandmasters like uh, Grandmaster Jim Thomas mm-hmm. and uh, Superfoot Bill Wallace. Mm-hmm. Right on. Very, Very cool. cool. Now, did you did you experiment with any martial arts before you met Grandmaster Dukes? Um, I, actually, I always had the passion for it, but no, because where I live in a very small, populated place, there's not a lot of options. So. Oh, right on. Now, how did you how did you contact uh, Grandmaster Grandmaster Frank about studying with him? Did did you just send him an email? Did you call him? How does that actually, how did that work? Actually, it's, actually, it's a pretty funny story, and let me tell you, it wasn't an easy job. Um, my search started on MySpace, and I went through, like, a hundred-some people because they had, like, fake Frank Dukes pages on there. And mm-hmm. I found him on MySpace, and, like, the year before, I had found a mutual friend of ours who gave me his cell number, and I talked to him on the phone, and he remembered me a year later And that's sort of how it came into play. And then I found a charity that actually helped and paid for Frank to come in to personally meet me. Wow. Right on. How cool is that? It's been a long journey. It has. Oh, my goodness. That is so awesome. Very cool. Now, Justin, you said you live in a very small town. What type of martial arts do they have where you are? Uh, there's like, there's like a small martial arts place out at our mall. Like you know, you got like the mall, but I'll yeah. check out and see what they've got. But they don't have very many options as far as martial arts is concerned. So oh, and you know, and you do have uh, these places that will not uh, take on the challenge of teaching someone that is uh, disabled too. So very true. It is true. So that, oh. Yeah, that makes it even more difficult. So, so basically, well, I just uh, broke the doors down my own way. You know, you there you go. That's so. right. Very cool. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, it's like you know, at, this is one of the one of the reasons why I wanted you on this show is because, you know, like I said in in the promo during the break, you know, you just go out there and you do it. Man, you just go out there and you bust down doors and you do anything you set your mind to. And, you know, for for many of us, you know, that are that would be considered by other people as able bodied, you know, we you know, a lot of people don't have that drive and that and that right. passion. And that's what I admire about you. It's it's just yeah. it's 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 just amazing. And you know, and you know, thank God that you're around because when you were born you really weren't you know, slated to live by the doctors. You're a miracle baby. Yeah, I, I wasn't even supposed to have lived. And they said, the doctor told my mother if I was going to live that I was just going to be a vegetable, that, you know, she should put me in, like, you know, an institution. And she said, no, he's mine. He's coming home with me. 
Right on mom. Right on mom. Yeah. Wow. That's what that's well, amazing. I'd like to ask a question. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me. Okay, Justin, you know, I really I know you're a martial artist, um, like you know, all three of us here, but you've also been a pro wrestling champion. I want to hear about ask, this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you me know, too. it's just amazing with um you know, you yeah. say you have a disability and you're you're a bit, you know, it's difficult for you and you're challenged. I don't know, would you it would be too intrusive to ask you exactly how you accomplish that, I mean, if you don't have use of certain limbs, um, whether it's in martial arts and also in your pro wrestling championship, how did you accomplish that? Well, I actually I actually go to a camp every year that's for uh, disabled individuals, and I became a counselor last year at the same at the same uh, campground mm-hmm. in uh, a small promotion uh, comes and does a free wrestling show and. Uh, one of my good friends that's uh, disabled, me and him is very competitive against each other. And he's like, I could beat you in a wrestling match and this and that. I'm bigger than you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I talked to the promoter and he's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you <laughs> two in the ring and we're going to have a championship match. So that's how it came to play. That's wow. awesome. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Now, just out of and curiosity. how did you win, though? Yeah. Uh, my my first match, um, it lasted seven minutes long, and I won by pinfall. And my last and final match, it was a 30-minute match. Um, oh, wow. I wasn't up to par, so it was a draw because I actually have a, have a hernia. And when I had that, you know, a, Hernia can be very damaging, mm-hmm. and I still went in there and competed, but I didn't lose my title. Oh, um, awesome! Very so cool. I know. Yeah. That's 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 so awesome. Oh my goodness! Now, um, just for just for our listeners, you said that you had attended a, a camp for uh, disabled individuals. Um, what's the name of the camp? Um, it's called the Elks Camp. Um, the Elks Association uh, sponsored the camp. Oh, so, okay. I'll do and, and, si- and since I'm um, more mobile than a lot of them, um, mm-hmm. they made me a counselor last year because I actually help physically feed some of the kids whatever they need. Mm-hmm. You know, so they made me staff. Yes. Or last year, and that was a very proud moment for me. Aww, so, very good. That is so very cool. cool. Oh my goodness, pro wrestling champ! Oh my goodness. So you know how like okay, I ha- I have to ask. You know when I was when I was in high school and college, I was a I was pretty big with like pro wrestling. I used to follow it a lot. You know my dad loved it, so he used to take us to big time wrestling over here when you know they had Superfly Jimmy Snuka and uh, Playboy Buddy Rose and all those people before they went to WWF. Um, did you have mm-hmm. a name? Did you have a wrestling name? <laughs> uh, back, back, then, back then, I called myself J.T. Foley because Mick Foley was my favorite um, mm. all-time wrestling superstar. Right on. Uh, very cool. And very uh, cool. since you're a wrestling fan, i got to mention one of my good friends uh, that loves my podcast is uh, Bruce Hart, the brother of what? Brett and Owen Hart. <laughs> yes. 
I have a show How cool so, is that? That's that, pretty that's cool. very cool. Right so, on. The Heart Foundation. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Right on. Very cool. Okay. Well, I'll do some I'll do some research about um the elks and and the camps that they have for uh disabled individuals um and put that up for um for viewing on our page. All right. Oh, that's great. And let's uh bring the mic over to Bob. Bob, do you have any questions for Justin? Yeah, just like ourselves, you do your own radio show, Martial Arts Based. What got you interested in doing uh, radio and doing podcasts? Uh, Very interesting question, Bob. Let me try to give you the short version of that. Um, I've always, (laughs) you know, sometimes my answers can be very detailed. Um, When I was a young child, I've always wanted to be on radio, and. I contacted uh, my favorite my favorite radio station around here, and I actually, um, when I was in high school, my senior year, I did some job shadowing, and um, I wanted a job with them, but some of them didn't think that I could do, didn't think that I could do radio. I don't know if hmm. it's because of my disability or my situation. But when somebody tells me that I can't do something, I go out and do it. I may not do it the way I want to do it, but I find a way to do it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what got me into podcasting and starting my own show. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool. That is awesome. You know, I did, I, I hope some of my young, young students are, are listening because it's kind of like – you know, and I'm sure as martial arts instructors, Michelle and Bob, you know how this goes. You know when people just get that look like, I can't, or this is wonky, yes. I can't do it, or yes. you know, this is too hard, and or they get that, that, that feeling of, I'm going to give up this class, you know, that kind yes. of thing. Just It just makes you just crazy, doesn't it? And when yes. I talk to people like Justin, it just makes me, just makes me want to, like, tell those kids, suck it up, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness, Justin! You're definitely you're 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 you are an inspiration to all of us. And man, oh man, you know to have that kind of energy because you know I remember when I was able to stay up until three a.m. That 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 hasn't happened in like fifteen years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we can still oh. remember the days when we could drink until five in the morning and then still go to uh, yeah. work at eight. No, that's it's right. true. I remember those days. That's right. I remember yeah. those days, and nowadays it's like a beer take me home. It's, it's, yeah, it's what made me tired. <laughs> you know, I wish you were still like Wolverine and had the regenerative powers, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Justin, you know, you like what Rosina just said, you know, being so inspirational. Would you uh, talk a little bit about your work with the March of Dimes? Yes. Oh, Yes, if I can remember that far back, honey, because it was like when I was a little child. But um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I mean, because well, that's I was, when it started. Okay, well, um, what I would do for several years, I was um, the ambassador for the March of Dimes when I was, you know, a little kid, and I would, you know, I would even do like public speaking in front of, you know, many, many people. So I did that for several years. 
So it's it's not like I get nervous in front of crowds, you know. So <laughs> it just it just adds to the to the trade as I like to call it. So mm-hmm. it was it was it was a good experience. So right on. Good. Oh, very good. Now I'm interested, Justin. One time you you were actually in a band. What what uh, instrument did you play? Well, I I did um I did drums and I did um uh, vocals on a. Uh, on a on a few songs. Here's the interesting part, uh, Bob, that I think that you're going to love. I actually said it's a mission of mine to re record um Fight to Survive and on my own loan from Bloodsport and that's what I did. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Where do we find that MP three? Where do we find that MP three? I, I tell you what, I will send you a copy. I will All right. Send you a copy. So. Very cool. That would be cool. awesome. Right on. Oh, my goodness. So, so listeners I mean, out there. Yeah. Oops. Oh, I was going to give our yeah. listeners our phone number again. Listeners, our okay. phone number here is 347-677-0699. If you'd like to call in and speak with Mr. Justin Harvey, he's the host of the syndicated podcast show, The Justin Harvey Show, all about martial arts and and uh, in its practice and interviews with uh, great martial arts celebrities mm-hmm. and uh, practitioners. Give us a call. Let's give you that number again, 347-677-0699. Yay! Now <clears throat> let's uh, let's uh, kick back a little bit and talk a little bit more about your study with uh, Mr. Frank Dukes. Mm-hmm. Um, now you said you started studying in around 2009. Is that correct? Well, I actually, I actually met him in 2009, and um, oh, okay. I actually first, you know, got to uh, learn with him physically at his home. Um, I think it was uh, the summer before last. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he trained me for about a week at his home. It was awesome. Wow. So, I mean, I had to do acupuncture and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, stick work, and it was a lot of hard work, but in the end, it was worth it. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, now, our so- do you presently carry a rank, or I'm not familiar with how uh, Grandmaster Frank uh, uh, does that? Does he even do ranking at all, or how does that work? I, you know, I don't want to really, you know, talk about my rank right now because it's it's kind of on the ups and downs a little bit. But I think right. here, I think here soon he's going to uh, bump me up to his uh, black black belt in his system. But, right on. You know, Right on. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to step on any toes or say something that I'm not supposed to. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's understandable. Yeah, that's understandable. Thank you for 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 that. Uh, but what's your what, what's your favorite aspect of studying the arts? Oh wow, um, we have a whole hour, buddy. You can you can go into as much detail as you want. <laughs> <laughs> that one is a very tough question. Um, I, I think I like, you know, the discipline about it, the old style. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, versus MMA. I have nothing against MMA, but, you know, when it comes to my martial arts, I believe in the old etiquette, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Tradition. honor and respect. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's what really draws me. You know, it's the spirit of it. 
Very cool. Justin, would you talk a little bit about um, your desire to fight Kumite? Would you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Absolutely. That one's an easy one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just believe it or not, I was four years old at the time, and I used to look at my brothers all the time, and I'd say, I'm going to fight in Kumite like Frank Dukes. That was Mm. my ultimate goal. That's what I wanted to do. So if I ever got contacted to this day uh, to fight in the Kumite, in my condition as I as I'm in, I would fight in the Kumite. Mm-hmm. If I got called today, I would love right to fight in the Kumite for the disabled. You know, and I'm surprised that there isn't. You know what I mean? I mean, even in even in open tournaments like the NBL and the um, S. KITA um and stuff like that, you know, the the national uh governing bodies of sport tournaments and stuff, you know, divisions for the handicapable, as I call it, mm-hmm. divisions for the handicapable are few and far between. And I definitely think that should change and I think that, you know, that you know, divisions for handicapable people should be in there, kumite as well as kata. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, and oh my goodness, you know, and it, you know, Bob, if we have to make Justin the poster boy to make that happen nationwide, mm-hmm. you know, let's do it. I mean, it. you know, you're, you're Justin, you're right. You know, if, if the Kumite, you know, does say, Hey, Justin, you're going to fight in the Kumite. We'll be behind you a hundred percent. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to fly down and stand behind you with the banner. <laughs> I'll hold the other end, Rosita. Yeah, I'll hold the other end. end. I don't. I don't we'll have the girl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just his girls. That's right. That's right. But, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, definitely. See, you know, I've you know I've taught uh, people with uh, several types of disabilities, mm-hmm. everything from cerebral palsy to you know severe autism to, you know, you you name it. And, you know, when it comes to tournaments, boy, I tell you what, they want to go and they want to compete. And um, mm-hmm. one of my students, um, actually, who was uh, born with a cleft palate and um, club foot and uh, only one arm, she got, mm-hmm. she actually managed to get in there because and you know it it kind of pissed me off why they let her in they let her in only because she was able to walk in on her own two feet that was it you know if she was in on a wheelchair wow. they they probably wouldn't have let her in and i was like oh my gosh and when she took that second place trophy for being her first tournament excellent you know i said to myself why isn't there divisions for handicapped people or why won't they let Handicapable people compete alongside, you know, everybody else. What? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, why doesn't that happen? And, you know, and I'm sure there are tournaments out there that do have um, handicapable divisions. So I'm not saying that all tournaments are, you know, discriminatory. I'm not even saying that tournaments are discriminatory. Mm-hmm. I know that there are some tournaments that have these divisions, but, you know, and but even so, why not just have them compete with everybody else? Why why does there have to be a separate division? You know? So exactly. anyway, 
Gosh, I just put myself on a bandwagon. Sorry. <laughs> well, it is I'm going to run with well, it. Well, it is your show, so it is your show. <laughs> no, it's also I'm a very good topic. It is. It is. I, you know, I would love to see Justin compete in a kumite. I would love to see Justin fight. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to, to to prove that, you know, he can do anything he wants to. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Needs to prove it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. God, where do I have to go to get this started? Hmm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we'll have to start a campaign and, and and see how many people we can get behind this and see if we can't, you know, make something possibly. You know. Yeah. yeah why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Right on. Now. <laughs> Let's jump off that bandwagon. <laughs> and on to another. And on to another bandwagon. That's right. That's right. The USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Justin, mm-hmm. you've been nominated to be in the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame for 2015, and that's going on in April of this year. Wow. Tell us about your. Tell us about your nomination. Who nominated you? Oh, okay, and I, I got to say it first here, you know, I'm very honored to be in the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, and I realize that there's, you know, martial arts masters that have been studying the arts for years, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I respect that, and, uh, you know, I was I was sitting here at home uh, one day, and I, I got a call from um, a good friend of mine, his name is um, Master Todd Summers. Um, mm-hmm. He's with the uh, White Tiger Martial Arts as well, and the Superfoot, the Superfoot uh, Systems as well. Mm-hmm. And he he called me up and he said, you know, you're doing a great job on your show. And uh, he's like, I got some good news for you. And I'm like, what's that? He said, uh, uh, we don't normally do this uh, six months in advance, but we want you to be here for this event, you have been nominated by me for the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, and it's gone through. And I like, I paused for a second. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, can I just record what you said? It's a telemarketer. Yeah, because I I just couldn't believe it because yeah. to, to me. That moment, I felt like champion of the world. Mm-hmm. To be inducted mm-hmm. with so many great grandmasters. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy and excited. And I want to tell your listeners right now that may be attending the event, if you if, if you want to personally meet me, take photos, whatever you need, be there in April. Right on. Now, where is it? What, where is it this year? Because it was in Seattle last year. Uh, where is it mm-hmm. next this year? It's going to be in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So, right. and, uh, Michelle Monu is going to be there. So, right on. I will be there. I know. I'm very excited. It initially turned out to me finding a, you know, talking to, of course, the promoters and the board of the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, try to find us a, a quiet corner if that's possible. 
in a very mm-hmm. busy hotel where there's seminars going on during the day and then of course the awards uh, induction ceremony and dinner in the mm-hmm. evening and I was I just asked is there a small quiet corner where I can kind of hold an interview with uh, Justin Harvey and it turned out that they're going to give me a space to do that and so I oh, it's awesome. turning out yeah I know it's so wonderful so you know, it's hard with Justin, you know, to ask him to travel, and he doesn't travel very much um, because he has mm-hmm. to have help. And, you know, mm-hmm. I figure uh, Indianapolis is much closer to Southern California than uh, West Virginia. So um, yeah. it's my hope, yeah, to make it there and to feature Justin as a guest on the, the Masters Hall of Fame World News. I think that's going to be an interview that the audience, will really, really get a lot out of. And it might cool. be something that, you know, students might even watch and say, you know what, I've been kind of sniveling and I'm being a little bit of a brat. And if this guy can do all of this, I can surely, you know, reach green belt. You know, whatever it is they're exactly. putting off, Yeah, they might get that wind in their sail then. Um, if they mm-hmm. meet Justin and see Justin and hear Justin's story, it's very important. So, yeah, I am pretty excited to meet him there in April. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, yeah. Pictures. It, it, Lots of pictures. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All righty. I'm going to turn the mic over to Bob. And why would ah. you do that? What, <laughs> why not? <laughs> because I you can. Know, you're, you're, you're like, oh, oh, have you ever noticed when you're eating dinner at a restaurant, the only time that the waiters and waitresses ask you if everything's if everything's okay is when you have a mouthful of food. <laughs> there, so right? That means you have a mouthful of food right now, or no? It means that my notes for it up. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I knew that was going to be to have. It's pretty dangerous to have Bob on the mic anyway. So uh, yeah, why do you do that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was funny, and I've, I've got tears in my eyes right now. When uh, Rusty, you're going to have to help me out, was inducted into the Women's Martial Arts Instructors Hall of Fame about, what, two years ago? Uh, la- beginning of last year, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it just last year. Well, I, I wrote this letter, and they agreed to, to read it at the time of the ceremony, mm-hmm. and I wrote some stuff down. And I, I typed it out, and I, I knew that would tell her who it was. My next line was, now you'll notice a, a look of terror come over R- Rosita's face because she doesn't know what's ever going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> so Which happened? Which happened? Because because the way that Kim Ivy, the president of the the Association of Women's Martial Arts Instructors, she was reading this, and I was um I I, w- I had just taken a picture with some people, and I was actually tweeting it right, and then she um she started to read this. She's like, I have a letter for one of our nom for one of our nominees for one of our honorees, and he started to read it. I had no clue. Right, because you know I was kind of like half listening that it was about me. Had no clue, and I forgot what she said that made it obvious that it was that it was you writing about me. And I looked over at Carrie Maleo, who's the vice president, and she like grabbed my hand and goes, "Yep, it's about you." And I looked at her like horrified, (laughs) you know. And right after that, right after that, the second I looked at Carrie and and just went, "Uh, uh." You know, Kim goes, 
And now Rusty's got a look of sheer terror on her face <laughs> because she, yeah, and, and then she read the whole thing. That was a very sweet letter, Bob. Thank you. Well, it was quite a surprise too. It was quite a surprise. I was like, <laughs> wonderful. Well, Bob, Bob uh, behaved himself for once. My goodness, <laughs> it, was, it was just the right amount of humor. <laughs> and you know what my wife? You know what my wife said about the letter? She told me you should write a, a small snippet right at the end. Finish the damn book. Right? Uh, right? right? Yeah, I do. I do. Yes. I do need to finish the damn book. Oh, I mean, that's that's right. my... Justin, since we're off topic. Uh, yeah. Justin, what are your plans for 2015? What are your interview plans? Your radio show? Mm-hmm. What, what What are you doing this year? Uh, okay. Well, uh, one one thing that I can one thing that I can tell you. Um, you know that uh, Cynthia Rothrock and Don the Dragon Wilson are going to be in a film called The Martial Arts Kid, yes? Right. Yes. We know about it. We've oh, been yeah. marketing it, too. Yeah. Well, um, I'm actually planning on really, really plugging that this year and helping them out oh, get good. the word out about the film. Good. So. Good. Let's do it together because me and Bob and Michelle have been really plugging the really plugging the mm-hmm. show, uh, really plugging the movie, yeah. and um, we've had yeah. uh, several of the cast members on, um, as well as James and and Dawn and um, some of the cast members and stuff. So yeah, let's do it because you know, does anyone know when it's going to be released? I haven't uh, heard I, yet. Spring, spring this year. Yeah, oh, we I'm don't have. Maybe, I'm thinking maybe. Um, Maybe March or something. Maybe yeah, exactly. maybe sooner than that. Wow, we don't have much mm. time. Let's let's get the word out, man. Let's let's do it. Let's let's do it again. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, that's another uh, great movie to look for, folks, listeners out there. The Martial Arts Kid, and it's been a long time since a movie like this has come out. I mean, you know, they had the you know Karate Kid or the Kung Fu Kid with you know Jaden mm-hmm. Smith and stuff like that. Um, but it's you know it's been about like five years I think you know it's it's time for a fresh brand new movie with a different with a different message and um, yeah and I think a timely message a current one of bullying I think that's the yeah. main theme which is uh which wasn't the real main theme of the Karate Kid but of course was a huge element of it yeah um, yeah yeah definitely so definitely. Yeah, let's market it. So, yes, the Martial Arts Kid listeners, Google it. Check Cynthia Rothrock and Don the Dragon Wilson are on there. Uh, Hamid Larizi and uh, um, the Young Dragon Larizi. Uh, the, the whole nine yards, a bunch of people on there, a great cast of people. Go check it out. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, Justin, can you talk a little bit about um, your audio book, which, which Cynthia – and Don will also be helping you on. Oh, I know these are awesome. some of your plans for 2015. So if we'd talk a little bit about that, that'd be awesome. Well, I actually, they're not helping on the audio book, dear. You're kind of, you're a little confused. Um, so I'll oh, break okay. it down for you. Good. Um, I'm, I'm trying uh-huh. to get, uh, <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> drinking and I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm trying, what I'm, Currently working on right now. Um, I'm trying to get on iHeartRadio because that's a really huge platform, and it'll give me more options to do more things with the show. Well, I um 
I was talking to uh, Cynthia Rothrock today about my cause, and she actually posted on her Facebook, you know, please help my friend out, Justin Harvey, get, you know, a few more likes, and she's really trying to help me push this. Awesome. So, so that's what that's about, Michelle. So. Oh, good. But you are trying to do an audio book soon, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm actually... What what I would like to do now, you know, this, I'll debut this on y- y'all's show. Here's what I would like to do, which I need to go through the proper channels to do so. But I would love to turn some of my best martial arts interviews into an audio book, mm-hmm. and Very cool. and really get it out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Very to cool. Magazines and, and and to the consumers of the martial arts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because some of these martial arts masters that I've had on my show, you know, they you know they're not in the spotlight per se, but they need to be back in the spotlight. You know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like kind of like what are they doing now type of thing right yeah that's cool yeah very cool it's just Mm -hmm. an idea that i'm playing with so awesome awesome very cool now i think we uh briefly got into a couple questions ago about um your plans your other plans for 2015 as far as like uh uh people that you might want to get on your show this mm-hmm. year, who are some people that you want to get on your show this year? Okay, uh, well, uh, for the past two years, I have been talking to um, Paul Herzog, and if you don't know who Paul Herzog is, he is the one who wrote uh, music for Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Oh, so, cool! And he's actually agreed to come on my show. I'm just waiting for some final things that he has to do before he comes on the show. So, and um, I may have um, uh, UFC um, fighter Sarah McMahon come back on the show. She was a real pleasure to interview. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that um, James Wilson will be on the show. I uh, got him the other day. So he said he's down for it. So I'm, I'm working on a lot of people. Very cool. Sounds like a Mm -hmm. a pretty exciting year for you. Oh, oh yeah. And I'd like to mention to y'all that um, one of the interviews that I've always wanted to do, but unfortunately we'll never have the opportunity, is to interview David Carradine. Mm -hmm. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I love... Kung Fu, and I I love Kung Fu. The legend continues. So. Mhm. Yeah, I remember. So, I remember yeah. watching the original series uh, when the episodes were new, and just thinking that's what actually got me into martial arts. I wanted to learn Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. bless his memory. Uh, David Carradine was yeah. sure a, a pioneer in his own right for the proliferation yeah. of uh, martial arts. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Well, what about Justin? I mean, you know, since mm-hmm. we're talking, you know, Duke's Rue and the Kumite, have you, yeah, have you thought about Jean Claude Van Damme? 
<laughs> actually, um, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because that is my ultimate goal for 2015. Because I've I've wanted to interview him um, for many many years because I basically, with the exception of probably uh, one person, probably I've had mm-hmm. all of the cast of Kickboxer featured on my show. Oh, you just need one awesome. more person. Yep. <laughs> you just need one, one more person. person. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be so cool. That would. If there's anything that yeah. we can do to help you get Jean Claude on there for you, let us know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know him personally. Does anybody else? I don't know him. <laughs> Bob, well, I like a million connections. I'm working Michelle's on got it. connections. Yeah, Michelle's got connections too. <laughs> I, That's I a even, couple. <laughs> yeah, I, I even I even tried writing his wife Gladys on my Facebook page, but I don't think she ever saw my message. So, but oh. I I did try to write Gladys. So. Well, Jean Claude's moving back to the U.S. Um, in next why well, actually it's this month. So I have a contact that's waiting to act timely. Um, Jean-Claude for an interview with Justin or if he is unable to do that, maybe just like a, a tag, you know, he's listening mm-hmm. to the Justin Harvey show. So we're oh, awesome. on it, but you know, Hollywood and how even Jean-Claude can be quite difficult is <laughs> his reputation. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. the timing and the delivery. So my contact has everything. So it's just about the right timing of when they ask. So mm-hmm. just have to have faith in that. <laughs> Right. Well, I I I know it'll happen eventually because in reality, like when I when I got Don the Dragon Wilson booked, it actually took me three years to get him booked. Wow. So, wow. Well, let me tell you a story about that. We, we got Don very quickly because you know I knew James and and uh, I actually ran into James <laughs> in the hall at the Martial Arts History Museum and mm-hmm. said let's do this and it fell on. Now Rusty wasn't on the show that day. She, she ended up calling in, but she wasn't there. It was uh, huh. you, were in, you were in Oregon at a, a seminar. Yeah, it was right. Super Bowl weekend, right? Yeah, he yeah. never watched the Super Bowl. That day, he decided to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, uh. <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of him. I, I, I'm Facebooking James, going, "Where's your brother?" <laughs> and I was freaking oh out. Oh. But the, I mean, the, you know, Don, Don was a real pleasure, though. I mean, it, he was real cool. He recorded a promo for the show, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and he he actually, what's funny is he actually called my cell phone, and I missed his call, and he he left me a voicemail, and I'm actually trying to figure out how to get the voicemail off my phone so I can store it, you know. <laughs> so. Oh. Oh, that would Don's be awesome! Cool yeah. There's, oh, he's a great there's, guy. Uh, there's we, a way to do it. Masters Hall of Fame. I know there's there's got to be a way to do it to pull it off. There is, yeah, mm-hmm. there is. Yeah, I'll I'll have to take a look at that because I I actually had to record some stuff from a voicemail. That's a long story. Um, let's just say I had to record wow. it for proof, and mm-hmm. um, and I managed to do it and clean it up. But I'll I'll have to remember because it 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 was like. Five years ago. So if I figure that out, Justin, I'll I'll, uh, I'll PM you and let you know how to grab it off your phone, so that way it's good. That, 
material. That would yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll work on that after we get off the show. But right on. I had a question. Mm. It was in my head, and I completely shoot. <laughs> was it about Jean Claude? Well, no, because because well, I was gonna say that you know how like you said it, you know how Hollywood is, you know actors are yeah. hard to get a hard to get a hold of. Um, well, you um, know, Rusty, you mentioned that you know uh, I tried to get as our very first guest over two years ago. I tried to get Tamac from the oh, Last yeah, Dragon. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. his email. I'd met him before, and I had to go through his his publicity guys and his oh my god it was a nightmare and then he contacts me the saturday before the show and he says okay uh-huh. what time the show and i said i'm sorry you took too long i'm booked right go screw yourself <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow and Russ, rusty knows when, when, when somebody gives me attitude though like that rusty knows me they don't i don't care anymore yeah. yeah. He he gave me literally literally twelve hours to to put the show together around him. And we'd already scheduled uh the late uh uh Lindsay Largusa to do our show. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I it was a good choice to have uh Guru Lindsay on because unfortunately I'll, like three days later he had passed on. So we yeah, were his I'll, last I will I will never for, I will never regret that decision. <laughs> Clearly, it's very. You're convicted. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah, confidence and conviction. Justin, yeah. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Bob, your wife needs to pour a, a glass of cold water over your head right about now, or a good beer. <laughs> yeah, maybe, with a funnel. Maybe he needs to do the ice bucket challenge. What do you think? There you go. Yeah, ice yeah. Challenge. You should have done it. Did you do the uh, polar bear plunge, you crazy shit? No, I did not. You I didn't do it this year? I did not do it this year. I, I, we had class New Year's Eve, and I went home, and I just said, screw it. I had dinner. I had a big ribs dinner, and I yeah. was on... And I was on Facebook for a while wishing people on the other side of the world a happy new year. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to sit there and watch the space needle blow up. And that was that was my thing. And, and I did. went to bed. And I did. And I went to bed and didn't wake up until 10. <laughs> right on. And I, Wait, yeah, that was my me time. Yeah. So Justin, I didn't do the polar bear plan. No. Now, Justin, do you have that on your on your side of the country since it gets so cold over there these these crazy people that decide to jump into the Atlantic. <laughs> uh, we we got crazy people here, but you know it's you gotta watch what you do. I mean, where I live, you gotta understand. Where I live, you got horses and you got cows and you got farms. It's not like a big city, so uh, right. So. Well, I want to rewind a little bit because I um you know Bob, you were getting pretty bitter about you know a guest that you spent hours preparing for and then just didn't show. Justin, have you ever had a guest that agreed to be on your show? You did all the preliminary work, had the discussions, were all ready to go, and they just didn't show, or did they back out at the last minute? Have you encountered that at all with your show? Actually, I've had something similar to that, actually. Yes, I have. So, Can you give us a little bit of an example of what, what that situation was like and how it made you feel? 
Oh, okay. Well, I won't mention any names, but um, this person, um, I will say this person is uh, very popular because of the um, the original uh, Power Ranger series. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, um, you know, he advocates on his pages that he helps out children and this and that, and I'm like thinking, oh, great, you know, it'll be great to advertise him, you know, on my show, and then... Um, you know, like he told me last year that uh, that uh, he was booked up and this and that, and I wrote him several times, and he's like, write this person and I'll do your show. And then mm-hmm. um, he's like, I'm booked up this year, but if you write me first thing at the beginning of the year, I'll make sure and get you booked. Well, I did, I did that, and absolutely no word at wow. all. Wow. So, wow. you know, I, I hate to say this, but I absolutely question this person's character because I've done everything in my power to get him on the show. And I'm like, hey, just, you know, give me five minutes, you know, mm-hmm. five minutes. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like this person just keeps giving me the runaround. So, yeah, yeah. Me and Bob go through that a lot. And, you know, after a while, we just kind of go, eh. It. Yeah, you know, we're just gonna have somebody shoulder else shrug. on that. That yeah, shoulder yeah. shrug, you know, well, hands up in the air, and just we just get well, someone else on, and it's always a fun show. Um, oh, I have, I have I have one, and Rusty knows about him that he asked to be on the show. I left his voicemails. I emailed him, and he, he wouldn't respond. And he asked to—he personally asked me to have him on the show. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And now we can't get a hold of him. <laughs> right. Wow. And, there, and we've had people that that we've called on for the show when they're supposed to be on. We couldn't get a hold of them. We, we, now those are few and far between, but we have had those kind of people. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they'll never be on the show again. They'll, I won't even ask them. Yeah. Because to me, you know, to me, if you don't want to do my show, tell me you don't want to do my show. Don't be disrespectful, wasting my time. Exactly. Exactly. Courtesy. It is. It is. And, 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 I mean, I kind of, you know, a lot of celebrities, I kind of give sort of a, a pass. Because, you know, they're busy and stuff like that. And, you know, we do have to go through their people, you know. Have your people contact my people. What? Really? You know? <laughs> you <can get laughs> really? For five minutes? You know? What? You know? Um, so I give them I give them a pass and that, you know, a lot of times, you know, that you do have to go through their people because of, I don't know, this, that, or the other. And, you know, security, you know, that kind of thing. But. You know, I, I do agree with you, Justin, that, you know, if you can't do it, just say so. Or if you don't even want to do it, just say, you know what, I can't do it. Simple. That way it, you can move on. <laughs> it, it, exactly. I mean, it would have been a great interview, but, you know, I'm not sweating, sweating it because the way I see it, I've already bypassed this person. I mean, I've had, you know, great grandmasters of the trade. And mm-hmm. this guy's only known because of, a series that he was on. That's the right. only reason he's known. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, me and Bob have had discussions about that before. <laughs> oh, geez. The Masters? Are we back on the Masters topic again? <laughs> Sorry. No, we're, we're, back on the, we're back on the topic of, of yeah, yeah, people that, 
you know, still think that they're part of the silver screen. And uh, anyway, anyhow, okay, um, what, Justin? What was your funnest interview? I'm sure you've had plenty, but what's one that sticks out of your mind as far as being your oh funnest? gosh, Fun, funnest interview? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, Master Ken. That was a ball. Uh, That was the funnest we did as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one was off the charts. Wow. That one was cool. Now, was he he Master Ken for your whole interview? Yeah, he was was Master Ken the whole interview (laughs) because, you know, he's like, you know, he's like, I have heard of your show and, uh, you know, I love your show, but I'd like to – discredit all the guests that you've had until now, but all these other guys are bullshit, you know, oh, here sure. I <laughs> die laughing, you know. <laughs> well, Me and Bob couldn't just, handle it anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I know. We, we just said, okay, it's time for Matt now to come out, but Rusty yeah. and I just before, that that week before he was on, we did a soundbite where we both were in sync and we said, Ameridote's bullshit. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> it was funny. We You're played it. We for, like the hip thrust. Oh my god! Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. We played it for him, and he thought it was like the. Do I still have it? Oh, here we go. Let's see. Ameridote's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and you know oh, he was at this. He was at this year's Masters Hall of Fame, and we had. We didn't make it instrumental, but we we actually tried to get a bunch of tables to say Ameridote's bullshit all at the same time when he was introduced. Never happened. Oh, that that would have been hilarious. Oh uh, well, his his whole skit was hilarious. I was crying. It was. Oh, hilarious. I was too. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah. My gosh. So yeah, Master Ken definitely, definitely. Um, I was going to ask about another category of interview, and it left. Oh, educational. Which would you think would be the most? Yeah, educational. You know, outside of asking, you know, how normally we would ask celebrities, like, how did you get started in martial arts? You know, what did you what did you find, you know, the most interesting working on this set or that? You know, normally, you know, you ask those kind of questions. But, you know, sometimes you have guests that, that will actually – teach like really deep stuff without actually teaching so you know did, have you ever had like educational um interviews with anybody uh one one name that sticks out in my mind is um grandmaster Vic moore now that guy is a very wise man hmm. you sit and listen to him and he will teach you lessons that you never even thought you would learn i mean honestly he is very wow well. very cool now, Justin, do you also do uh, uh, subject interviews? Uh, can you rephrase that? Um, yeah, I, I need to. It didn't come out the way I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> like, discussion, discussion topics. Do you, do you do shows on, on certain topics, you know, women in the martial arts, uh, MMA, things like that, other than just guests, or is that how your show is surrounded by just guest interviews? Well, see, I... I started like at the end of the, well, the end of the year. I started doing like subject because that's why I had you know C- Cynthia Rothrock and and uh, you know Sarah McMahon in mind because I wanted to shine the light on uh, female martial artists. So yes, I'm starting 
I'm starting to do that as as we speak. Cool. Well, very mm-hmm. nice. Well, I have a quick question, Justin. You're about ready to hit your hundredth podcast, which is yep. just such, that's so monumental. And I was wondering, that is. what podcast are you on right now, and who is slated to, to be guests up to ninety nine, a hundred? Well, I I tell you who I would love to have for my hundredth episode, which I'm trying to get in contact with them, uh, Carrie Tagawa, who was Shang Tsung in the Mortal Kombat series. Oh, we can get that for you. You mean Carrie Ogawa Wong? So we can what? help you with that. Is, is that who you mean? Do you mean Carrie Ogawa Wong? Carrie uh, Tsawa. I think oh. he means somebody else. Uh, 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 no, um, he's right. It's Carrie. Tagawa. Uh, Hiroki Tagawa. Yeah, so, yeah, that. Carrie with a C A R Y. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was also well, in Kickboxer uh, Two and a couple of Disney films as well. Yeah. So you're going to get that for your hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 trying to push that one. I don't know how that one's going to go, but that would be great for a hundred episode. That would be the great Shang Tung. <laughs> That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I also, I wanted to mention too, if I can mention this too, I don't only do martial arts. I also throw a little bit of um, technology in my shows. I um, I uh, use a program called Dragon Naturally Speaking, mm-hmm. which what it is is um, you speak to like your computer speak. and the words type out for you. Well, I've had the vice president of the company on my show on several occasions. So I advocate for Dragon Naturally Speaking. Oh, cool. Oh, very Mm -hmm. cool. Very cool. Awesome. That's cool. I like to change it up a little bit, you know, and a little bit of pro wrestling mixed in. You know, <laughs> I I haven't been keeping up with pro wrestling, God, for God, going on a decade now. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I did hear uh, the last I heard, the, I think the last time I had I had heard anything that I chose to hear about with pro wrestling was when, um, oh, I forgot which which one of the Hart brothers passed away. Um, uh, he fell Owen Hart. He, well, yeah, it was Owen. Owen. Yeah, he fell off of uh he fell off of the scaffolding and um yeah, and that was, that was like back, what? Yeah. That was back oh in my. 99 over the yeah. years. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, so that was the so I guess it's been since then since I've been keeping up with pro wrestling, but uh my mom still watches it. Sometimes I'll come home and, you know, and I'll oh, see honey. it on TV and I think it's I mean, oh my gosh, my dad was it's such a fan. It, it was. My mm-hmm. dad was such a mm-hmm. fan, and we, my sister and I, would get like just we would throw popcorn <laughs> at the bad guys. You know, I mean, it was it was so cool, and we kept up with you know every personality here in the Pacific Northwest when big time wrestling was around, and then all of them went to uh, WWF, mm-hmm. um, and we were like, wow, cool. So you know, of course, you know, we had to keep up with that, and then I just stopped. You know, at the turn of the century, it was um, it was pretty cool. So. Yeah, so, so sometimes I do like to mix my shows, and I hope that my martial arts following doesn't mind that because 
sometimes it's good to give them a little bit of a, a variety. And I think that's why my people love my shows because they're like, what will Mr. Harvey do next? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Because, you know, I mean, I, I, I listen to other podcast shows like, you know, there's a, um, they're like a lot of MMA shows, you know, out there. Um, and they're, um, they're, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like categorize them, but like many martial arts shows are strictly interview, cut and dry, you know, strictly interview, um, or, you know, they go into, you know, MMA's better and everything else sucks and, you know, that kind of thing. And and it's true, Justin. I mean, where you're going with your show and your uh, format, um, it's it's perfect. It's, you know, it's exactly what the martial arts community, as a community, not as, you know, not as a uh, uh, niche type thing, but as a community, it's it's what it needs. And, you know, that's why me and Bob got into it. You know, we wanted mm-hmm. to get something back to the community as opposed to being a niche. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's not very many of these shows around. And, you know, I had posted on Facebook yesterday that, you know, uh, shows like yours and ours, Justin, we have to stick together because there's not many of us. And, you know, and to just continue to work together to, you know, give back to the community the way that you are, um, that we are, and, you know, and just give back because, you know, I'm done with the niche community thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, done oh, with being right. Oh, absolutely. And and with my show, you know, you know how some some people, you know, they're at each other's throats. This martial artist yeah. doesn't like that martial artist. Well, yeah. when you're on my show, all that crap is is put to the side long enough good. to have a good yes, product show because everybody has a story. And I think that's why a lot of my fans really respond to that because, you know, I don't belong to a certain clique. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So well, I think that we're all... The martial arts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that community is supporting you entirely, and I think it's uh, not a place um, doesn't replace your brother and your best friend, but I think that you know, we are here to support you. We're, we all support mm-hmm. each other in yes. Dynamic Dojo or the Justin right. Harvey show or any sh- other shows. I mean, if they're uplifting and truly enriching the community. But, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't replace your brother. But and he said to you, you know, keep doing your show. You're good at it. And does that mm-hmm. is that something that comes to mind um, when you're planning the next show or when you're on the air, when you feel you're human too. I mean, those moments where you might feel less motivated than you normally are. I mean, how often do you think of those words that your brother has said to you? I I think of those words quite often because here's the thing. Everybody, you know, everybody's human and everybody Mm -hmm. goes through depression and slumps in their life. And I had gotten to where I had quit doing my shows. And my my brother, you know, came up to me uh, one day and he's like, you need to start doing your shows again. You know, he's like, I'll listen, you're good at it. He says, you know, that's your thing, you're really good at it. And, um, you know, a few weeks later, he he had passed away. So to me, with me keeping this show going, mm-hmm. I'm honoring his memory. So, that's beautiful. I'm keeping his that spirit alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Awesome. Well, what do you think your brother would say about all of this amazingness, acclaim that you're receiving with the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame and being on, on Dynamic Dojo and uh, being number one podcast for 2014 and being on the Masters Hall of Fame World News? What do you think your brother would say to you right now? I think he'd say, I knew you could do it, see you could do it, and uh, he would be thrilled to actually know, to actually know that I actually personally know the one and only Tom Poe from the Kickboxer series. Mm-hmm. He the Tom Poe cheers watching Kickboxer all the time as, as kids. <laughs> so, so he'd That's be very awesome. proud. I have a message here um, from Rob Davidson, and Justin, he wants you to know that you're doing a great job. Right on. Speaking of Rob, I'm actually going to have him on the show uh, plugging a movie he's making at the moment, so he's going to be on in uh, 2015. Excellent. Rob's a great guy. Very Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, and Michelle, awesome. when I talk to him, he thinks very highly of you, too. So, Aww. Just so you know. Oh, Aww. thank you. Yeah, I, I adore Ron. So, yeah, that's great. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, well, we, we're getting into the last uh, five or so minutes of our broadcast. So, um, Michelle and Bob, do you have any uh, last questions for Justin before I ask him a last question? <laughs> No, please go ahead. All right. Yeah, well, no, you know we, we, you know we have people of all ages that that listen to our show, um, and I know some young ones too. And uh, mm-hmm. do you have any do you have any advice for the young ones uh, for their martial arts or for well, you know what if they want to get into radio or any other type of broadcasting TV? Um, you know, what type of advice would you give to the young people out there about uh, following their dreams? Okay. Well, first first of all, I'd like to say, you know, um, go for it. If, if it's something that you want to do, go for it and, you know, and stay away from drugs and stuff because that's something, mm-hmm. that, you know, stops you from doing what you want to do. And, um, and education is very important. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. You hear that, kids? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hear that, kids? Stay in school. (laughs) Darn it. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Yeah, don't do drugs. And yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, we are, we're going to have to end the broadcast. Um, And it, you know, it just so happens that when we're ending the broadcast, you know, people get on the chat board. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, oh God. my God! Of what course. did it say? Oh, Miss well, Pretty, I think that I think that's a bot, Rosie. Don't worry about that one. Yeah, she, yeah, they've yeah. been on before. Yeah, they've yeah they've been on before, and yeah, nothing nothing really happens, and I don't know, Miss Pretty, if you're listening, go ahead and type something in the chat board. Thanks for joining us, Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio, and. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Justin, thank, thank you so much for taking the thank time you, out of Justin. your busy schedule for joining us. And Michelle, as always, thank you for being a wonderful guest co-host. It's always a pleasure to have you on. It's always so much fun. 
<laughs> well, thanks for having me. I love it. And I'm really honored to be here with Justin as the guest. So thank you for asking. My pleasure. All right. And thank you too, Bob, always. Thank you always for being one of the best co-hosts that anyone can ever have. That's just, you're just so awesome. And uh, tune in to, well, not tune in, but go ahead and check the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page throughout the week um, for more news and tidbits. Next week, Sunday, the 11th at 6 p.m., we're going to have Grandmaster Bram Frank of uh, Drobio Escrima joining us. Did I get Very that good. right? I think it's I think it's Derobio Escrima. Yes, so did. he'll be joining <laughs> us. He'll be talking a little bit about uh, Escrima, um, um, some books that he's in, and also his uh, knife designs. He he designs knives, so it'll be very cool. Awesome. Cool. So until then, everyone, have a great evening, and we'll see everyone next week. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.